the cost of buying a home. Um, and and that's what scares us all is that, you know, so let's get into, you know, the full cost of buying a home. What are some of the major things that cost when you're uh, buying a home? Okay. And then we'll jump into some specifics. Of down payment. You need your down payment, right? Uh, your home inspection. You got to pay for that up mm -hmm. front. You got your uh, your closing costs. You have home warranty if you get that, and you also need reserves, okay? Uh, which is basically you know extra money in the bank uh, after the house has uh, been sold. You could have condo fees or HOA fees, and then you're gonna have moving fees and um, just your regular home maintenance fees as well too. So all that kind of goes in to the, to your home, okay. to the cost of purchasing a house that some people don't think about. Right. So let's jump into what is escrow? This was a question that came well, uh, off if, of Facebook. If you don't mind, let me jump what back. I, I forgot to mention something. Uh, let me break down those costs a little bit for some people out there. Sure. Your down payment, you're thinking about at least three and a half percent. Of whatever that purchase price is. So if you on if you on Darnell's mm -hmm. website, you know, www.darnellrealty.com and you see a, a six hundred thousand dollar house, you need at least three and a half percent down to get that house, right? Now, when it comes to your closing costs, what okay. do I need to bring to the table to make this house officially mine on top of the down payment? You're looking anywhere between two to five percent okay. of the sales price. Okay. So three and a half percent down, two to five percent uh more of the sale price uh for closing costs. Home inspections, home inspections, you gotta pay that up front. Okay. That's could be anywhere from about maybe four to nine hundred dollars, depending on the services that you're getting. And the type of property it is as well, and how big it is. Okay, it could be more. Uh, a home warranty, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that could be five hundred, mm -hmm. maybe five hundred for for the first year or so. Um, and basically, that covers you for all your appliances mm -hmm. because you could move in, and then day two, your water heater breaks, and now you're like, oh my god. I don't have a thousand dollars to pay for a new water heater. I just bought this house. I just bought this leather furniture. Right. You know, so with the home warranty, all you got to do is make a phone call. The service person comes out, you pay the service fee, maybe like a hundred bucks. Boom. The company pays to replace that, uh, that water heater for you. Okay. So I strongly recommend whenever you buy a house, buy a home warranty, mm -hmm. at least for the first year. It's, it's it's optional. It's something that's optional. Is that optional? But it's you something can... that I recommend to all my clients, whether they're buying, um, especially if they're here in Massachusetts, we have a lot yeah. of older homes, not like in Texas where you could just knock it down and rebuild it again. Uh, so, cause you never know what yeah. may, may happen. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, then you, then you need reserves, right. right? Because what happens is that some people use their last dollar to buy a house, right? Their last penny. And then you moved in, you got your housewarming party, everyone's like, yay. And then your AC goes and it's the middle of the summer in Texas. Mm. Now you ain't got you ain't got no money to pay for that. 
So that's why I recommend to all my clients, you have at least two months mm. of mortgage payment in your bank account to account for things like that. And then I also recommend that you, um, that you at least save 1% of the value of your home each year to pay for bigger things that may come up for little maintenance issues. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause you may need to replace the roof. Things, yeah. Right. You need to put that money aside. And then, um, mm -hmm. moving fees. A lot of people forget that when they move, they got to pay someone to move their stuff or whatever the case may be, you know? And here's a tip. Right. Here's, one, here's a jewel. Here's a jewel. When you're going to buy a house right. and you're renting, right? The best thing for you to do is wait till you close mm -hmm. on that house before you give your landlord your 30-day notice. Why is that? Why is that important? Because if you give your landlord mm. a 30-day notice somewhere earlier in the transaction before you've actually closed, real estate can go left really quick. Okay. And you don't want to be jammed up with nowhere to live, nowhere to right. go. You got to get out because you already gave the 30 day notice, but you're not closing until maybe the 15th of the month now. And now you're trying to figure out what am I going to do? You know, so mm -hmm. that's something that people need to think about and remember. Right. Cool. So jump Basically, into escrow, uh, escrow. Basically, escrow is a what third party escrow? company that holds on to the funds during a transaction. It's just like when you make a bet with someone, me and you make a bet. We're like, okay, we're going to let Sister Mary Jo hold this $1,000 just to make sure that, you know, I'm not going to try to keep this money and do something wrong to you. And that after we done with the transaction, whoever the winner is, they get their money. That's really all it is. It's just a third party holding the deposits, mm -hmm. making sure that everyone is uh, following through on the paperwork that needs to be done. Uh making sure that all the terms are abided by, mm -hmm. all the contingencies are met, uh, and that everything is ready so that when it's time to close the deal, all we got to do is sign papers and and give the keys. Gotcha. And let's get jump into property taxes. Is that part of the initial cost of buying a home? Or is that something after you own the home, you pay property taxes the next year? So, Okay. So it's it's a part of it. So it's called it's called PITI, P-I-T-I. That's what your mortgage payment encompasses, right? It's you're paying your principal, your insurance, your taxes, okay. and the interest. So all that mortgage payment goes into that. Mm -hmm. Does that does that kind of answer what you yeah? Okay. So when you're paying your, your monthly payment, property Correct. taxes Correct. are in that monthly payment. But there's nothing up front that you have to pay additional when you're doing that yeah, initial part and then of the, the, in the, the bank and the, and, the, and the attorneys will go over that as well, too, because usually what happens is some people may pay their taxes, you know, for the whole year or they may pay it every quarter or whatever the case may be, whatever your town is set up. So if I pay for the taxes as a seller for the whole year and here you are as a buyer coming in, you know, six months in, I need my money back for those taxes that I paid. Mm -hmm. Okay. From the buyer. So from you're going to have to pay some of those taxes. Oh, so the buyer has to pay. Oh, because they already paid it correct, for the year. Correct, so correct. you need to pay for the rest of that six months. And then, uh, 
a lot of times what a lot of people know is the you're this is this can go really deep really quick so your taxes are levied by uh your your government your local and city town officials whatever the case may be for the value of your property um and that money that's collected is supposed to go to support you know your public safety your fire your ems uh, your police, your public schools, your infrastructure, and other public projects. So when you go to some of these suburban towns, like here in Massachusetts, their property taxes are a lot higher, but their educational system and some of their schools look like colleges. And the education experience is a little bit different than it is, let's say, mm-hmm. in the city of Boston where, you know, Taxes aren't maybe as high and you see it in the educational system. And what happens is a lot of our black and brown uh, kids live in the city versus when you go out to the suburbs, it gets a little bit wider. Mm-hmm. And now you have, and then you start starting to really see that education and that, uh, and what do they call it? The wealth gap in effect when you look at taxes and where that money goes. So it's just a little, mm-hmm. how everything's all kind of set up. And then let's talk about HOA fees. Um, what are they? How are they paid? Um, is that part of your monthly and your mortgage payment? Is HOA paid in the that yeah so HOA fees are short for homeowners association right so i know that like in uh here in massachusetts we don't really have a lot of hoas i know in texas there's these little communities where they have their hoa fees the homeowners insurance here in massachusetts we see more condos so you'll hear something called a condo fee and essentially it's kind of one and the same thing right it's um it's typically paid by the homeowner or the condo Mm -hmm. owner uh, and it's separate from the mortgage. So you got your mortgage payment, then you got to pay an additional, I don't know, two, 300 bucks a month, uh, for your HOA or for your condo fees. And sometimes your those fees incorporate insurance, um, upkeep of the property. It could be for the gymnasium. It could be for miscellaneous things, whatever it could be. Uh, but that's paid monthly and it's on top of your mortgage. So those is kind of uh, fees that goes towards kind of keeping, like you talking about those property taxes to keep up the community is money that right. goes towards your immediate community. Um, and they're typically in more of higher... Well, Maybe in, maybe home. in Texas, Would you know, you like that? I said, we don't have a lot of those HOA communities, but he, I can see that. But here in Massachusetts, here in the city of Boston, it's condo fees. Mm-hmm. And we got condos from $200,000 all the way to a million dollars plus. OK. And when you start getting up there, some of those condo fees are ridiculous. Uh, you know, you're paying a thousand or more dollars for a condo fee for a gym or for some marble floor. I don't know. Amenities. Yeah. Amenities. Correct. They kind of go towards uh, that community. One thing amenities. that you... Sh- mm-hmm. So here's a jewel. when, yeah. At least for when you're buying a condo, 
There's something that you want to review the condo documents. You want to look okay. at the meeting minutes. Um, you want to look at the budget. You want to look at the contracts uh, because you want to see as a buyer, where is this HOA or these condo fees? Where is this money being spent? Correct. Is there any, oh. you look at the meeting minutes because mm -hmm. you want to see what's going on. Are there any, you know, lawsuits happening? Are there any future uh, repairs that are going to be done that I'm going to have to pay for on top of my mortgage and on top of this condo fee? You know, so it's really important. Review the budget, review the meeting minutes and uh, review the contracts uh, because maybe there could be some places where you could save some money and lower those condo fees. Gotcha. Okay, moving into our last segment, part five.